Good morning, this is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Tuesday, the 8th of November, 2022. Starting in Africa today. In Egypt, world leaders have started meeting for COP27, the 27th Global Climate Meeting, Yesterday, United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres said that we are on the highway to climate hell. One new idea on the agenda is to compensate poorer countries for the effects of climate change. Al Gore, the former US vice president who has been advocating for action on climate change for 20 years, said that leaders have a credibility problem because they are talking and not taking action. We have a credibility problem, all of us. We're talking and we're starting to act, but we're not doing enough. While in Egypt, the United Kingdom Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has said that he will speak to President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi about the British-Egyptian political activist Ala al-Fatah, who is on hunger strike in prison, where he has been since 2019, convicted of spreading fake news. A Nigerian senator is going on trial in the United Kingdom for possible organ harvesting. Ike Ikweremadu is accused of trying to force a man to give his kidney to Ekwaramadu's daughter. A hospital in London reported the case in June after a man refused to give consent for an operation. America's The United States is voting in its mid-term elections today, Results are expected to be known slowly over the next week. Opinion polls suggest that the Republican Party are likely to take control of the House of Representatives and may also take control of the Senate, which is currently evenly split between Democrats and Republicans. This will reduce the power that President Joe Biden has. Biden is suffering from low popularity. Hundreds of Republican candidates support former President Donald Trump's incorrect claim that he actually won the 2020 presidential election. Democrats have been telling people that these candidates risk ruining US democracy. A report by the New York Times has said that Russia has been using fake social media accounts and bots to influence the elections and reduce support for Ukraine. Yesterday, Yevgeny Prigozhin admitted that Russia is interfering in the US elections. Prigozhin is a close ally of Russian President Vladimir Putin and the leader of the Wagner private military company, which is one of the main forces in Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Prigozhin wrote on the blog of one of his companies that Russia is interfering and will continue to interfere in US elections. 
Also in the United States, Twitter has asked some of the staff which it has fired in the last week to return. Since billionaire Elon Musk bought the company two weeks ago, Twitter has fired around half of its staff. However, Bloomberg News has reported that some have now been asked to come back or were told that they were fired by mistake. In Brazil, there are reports that President Jair Bolsonaro has spoken to the military and tried to talk to the Supreme Court about rejecting the results of last week's presidential election. Both the military and the court appear to have ignored Bolsonaro. There have been many protests calling the election fraudulent. However, there has been no evidence of this, and the win of former President Lula da Silva was predicted by hundreds of opinion polls. Asia. Armenia and Azerbaijan have accused each other of firing across their border yesterday. This is the first fighting since September, when Azerbaijan captured a few square kilometres of Armenian land across the border area during fighting that probably killed around 200 Armenian and 100 Azeri soldiers. Georgia is expected to have one of the fastest growing economies this year. Over 100,000 Russians have emigrated to Georgia this year, including many men who don't want to be sent to fight in Ukraine. Although some Georgians have complained of rental prices increasing in cities, there has also been a positive effect on Georgia's job market, as most of the Russians are young and want to work. Also, between April and September, Russians transferred more than $1 billion to Georgia through banks and transfer services, and this has helped strengthen Georgia's currency, the Lari. Europe. In Ukraine, journalists say that they have spoken to Russian conscript soldiers who say that they witnessed more than 400 other conscripts being killed in explosions on Saturday. Journalists from The Guardian and independent Russian media channel Verstka said that they had spoken to Russian conscripts from the Russian city Voronezh, who had been sent to Ukraine's Luhansk region after two weeks of training. They said that out of 570 conscripts sent from Voronezh, only around 130 survived a Ukrainian attack on Saturday. Russia does not release information about how many of its soldiers have been killed in Ukraine. And in the UK, blood, which has been grown in a laboratory, has been put into people for the first time. Researchers have put small amounts of blood into people in a trial to see how the blood performs. If it is successful, blood grown in laboratories could be used to help to treat people in the future, especially people with rare blood types. A big thank you to Sergei from Russia and Michal from Czechia for becoming our newest supporters. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support us, go to send7.org support. 
Supporters can also read the transcripts of every episode. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day and I will see you tomorrow.